Yep. Let's uh, let's welcome everybody to a new episode of Hoosier Nerds podcast. You got Chris. New and Chris. I tried. Yep. This is the only reason it's just us is I had no other time to do it. Tomorrow I'm busy and Wednesday I'm busy. So here we are. I legit clocked out of work 15 minutes ago and here we are. 15 minutes ago. Yeah. I had like a 15 minute call to end and I actually like hit the away button like for the last minute because I was like, I'm mm-hmm. not taking call. Shame on you. I've done that myself. Well, it was, it was a rough call because it was like I had an insurance agent and a caller on the line. And I was like, annoying. And then, of course, you know, because they think they have the insurance agent on the line, they think they can get better availability for new patients. Right. I'm like, October, October, no matter what you're getting, October. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was fun. And I, I really did. I, tr- I looked around. I, 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 do, I look around because it gives me something to do. Instead of, like, taking another call, sometimes it's just fun to let's see what we can find you type of deal. Right. You kill time to on the phone call to make it look like you're busy. Yeah. So I get it. And I looked around, and the best I could find was October second, and that's not soon enough, apparently. And it's not really their fault. They're they're a transfer patient, and their their doctor left, and now they're trying to get a pre-op before, you know, before too long for a surgery. Right. Well, it's just not that easy anymore. No, like if, if you, I think we've said this in other pod episodes. If you want a doctor's appointment, or if you need a doctor's appointment, get your uh, primary care set up now. Don't hesitate. Yeah, because they're like out till January. D- depending on where you, who your doctor Depen- is, where you are. Yeah. Like, I if you want to drive to if you're in Georgia or you want to drive to Georgia, I could get you in tomorrow for a new patient. But if you want to go on the west side of Jacksonville, you're looking at almost the new year at this point. If not, mm-hmm. uh, I have one doctor that's actually into mid-December already. Or not not mid-December, mid, mid-January already for new patients. Oh, yeah, we've got them in January and February. There's a doctor, I think, that's clear out until April. Oh, my, already? Yeah. And people wait? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I would just, like, okay, I'll find another doctor. Like, that's just a sign. Yeah, you've got to find, there's got to be something out there. I don't care how much somebody tells me, yeah, that's a good doctor. All right. Can, let me, can I start with my, um, so I don't know if, you, if anybody saw it, but I put a, re, a video game review up on our Facebook page. Did you look at it? I didn't read it, but I mean, it's cool. I mean, we talk about video games, so. Yeah. So I, I just wrote a review. I wrote, I quote unquote wrote a review, if you know what I mean, and put it on <laughs> Facebook. Granted, this is almost a, so. I'm not gonna lie. I use Chat GPT. I downloaded it on my phone, and then I asked it if it could write a review for the game, and it said, "Yeah, what? You know, it, it wanted. I had to give it, you know, my highlights for the game. So all these highlights and stuff is actually like what I would say. It just it wrote it quicker than I could. Um. So, so did it say it, it's a really cool game? It and is a really your friend, cool game. Your friends will like it. Yeah. So 
Um, it is a game that's legitimately based off of D&D. It's called Baldur's Gate 3. It's the third one in the series. And it's it's legit D&D in a video game form. I, I was expecting you to say something, so I, that's why I paused. I, I, was waiting I, don't, for I don't know how to react to that. Um, you know, how is that even possible? Um, well, it gives you this game's been in development for years and it gives you a lot of freedom um, compared. So so like you think of like Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, there's an open world, but it's still uh-huh. got it still guides you in a way. Yeah, well, yeah, because there's certain missions that like they make you take whether you want to take them or not. Yeah, like there's there's no like in in that game there's really no decisions like there's not a there, there are good and bad decisions but they don't really affect you too much is it like skyrim um, it's it's more in depth than skyrim so okay rest in peace john bain um i think i think i even said this last week the bad but, guy from batman no no he's a he's a he's an old video game re- reviewer he oh, uh he, he passed away from cancer like maybe five six years ago he's he's been he's been gone for a while unfortunately but he's like he is like the cream of the crop when it comes to video game reviewers and like being unbiased um and for skyrim he he liked skyrim but he there's he had a review he had a saying in his review that i kind of how i kind of see skyrim it's the size of an ocean but the depth of a puddle and that with Skyrim, that really hit me because when you think about it, um, Skyrim is like huge and expansive, it is. but there's not really any depth to it. Like you can beat the main story in like not even an hour. Sometimes it feels like, what? um, yeah, the side quests are fun, but does, is there much depth to the game? Like, is there like, are you going to get lost in a backstory of a of a side character of a side character for an hour or two? No. And that's what no. can happen in this game. You get you just get lost. Like this game, Baldur's Gate 3, Witcher, games like that, you just get lost in the in the in the lore of it all. Um and I might just be a Skyrim hater. Like like don't get me wrong, I love Skyrim. I like I love Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. But I really do think those games do not have a lot of depth like there's not much to them after you get past the surface level of it all um but this game moment let me just read the review that chat gpt wrote for me but i will say this is 100 percent how are I you feel gonna about summarize it um it's kind of long is why I'm at. it is kind of long it is kind of long not saying that it would bore i'm just saying it's just kind of long Never mind. Let's push people to our Facebook page. If you want to see my full review, there you go. Go to our Facebook page, Hoosier Nerds Podcast on Facebook, and you can see Chris's full review of Baldur's Gate Three, written through G- Chat GPT. Anyways, I will put. I'll, I will read the conclusion. Um, I will. It'll, it'll summarize it all. Baldur's Gate Three is a triumph in the RPG genre offering unparalleled experience through remarkable character customization, boundless freedom, compelling story, and awe-inspiring visuals. Larian Studios has developed a game that not only meets, but exceeds the expectations of RPG enthusiasts. Inviting players to embark on a truly unforgettable adventure, whether you're a fan of the series or new to the world of Baldur's Gate, this game is a must-play and will leave you captivated from start to finish. 
can you pretty bang good. Chick? Can you bang chicks into the game? So yes, you can. Oh, really? uh, <laughs> I I haven't done. I'm not far enough in the game yet where I've developed the characters enough. But from a review I read on IGN, it is actually hard to not actually have a romance with a character. Like it, like it's 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 easy to get to romance a character than it is to not get uh, have a romance with a character. Is that cheating? What do you mean? I said cheating. I'm just asking. I mean, I don't think so. Okay. Not in a video game. Okay, Bill Clinton. I'm just Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. Some people put that crap out there. I just thought I would throw it out there just to be stupid. <laughs> no, but I, I think because I'm not good at putting... I'm good, but I'm not good at putting words to like pen, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So I might use, I might get better with chat GPT and be like, talk about this, but, you know, put it in words that flow together. Makes sense. No, no, I get it. Well, for something like that, too. I mean, if they can match what you say, want to say, that's perfect. Yeah. And I, I don't get me wrong. I read through it couple times to make sure it's exactly what i want to say i might have i did edit a few things after i put it into facebook i did edit a few things to make it more me and i could have this is my first one i i could have put a lot i could have had a lot more but i only put uh four things i wanted it to talk about okay but anyways that there we go 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 to our our facebook page and you can read our review and put give us a like Speaking of chat GPT or whatever, AI, whatever you want to call it, I heard a guy talking after driving yesterday. And he was talking about using AI for like music lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but usually a lot of music conveys a story or a song or feelings. Yeah. That the writer wants you to feel. Right? Yeah. AI can't replicate that. I mean, you can try to. But it you can't. You can say, because, I want it to. Right. You wanted to say this, this, and this, but it's not your feelings on the sheet. It's just an idea of what your, of what your feelings are. There's two different things there. Yeah. You know. Think R.E.M. Everybody hurts. It's sad. It's a sad song. Nothing compares to you by Prince. It's a sad song. You know, he stopped loving her today by George Jones. It's about a guy who was who lost his woman, and he stopped loving her today because he dies. His love, his love died when he did. I mean, how do you convey that? Can, can AI convey that message? You know what I mean? I mean. Mm-hmm. Think of Hotel California by the Eagles. I mean, maybe not right now, but give it a few years. You know, ChatPT is only in version three. They're testing version four right now, so maybe, maybe in the future it will be. Can it can it can it paint the picture? You know, on a desert, dark desert highway. I mean, an elephant an elephant can paint a picture, so I think an, an AI will be able to. Elephants have feelings, Chris. How do you know this AI doesn't have feelings yet? There's a computer. Computers don't have feelings. How do you know? Have you ever talked to it? Have you ever asked? No. Exactly. I don't because you're, know. you're uh 
you're racist against AI. <laughs> I am. I hate him. And I'm burning hell. <laughs> no, I'm a. Don't get me wrong. I am a. I am worried AI is going to take over and be our new overlords at some point. But yeah. But you know, there's no way a me, measly old me can stop it. So might as well. Um, embrace them. I will br- proudly bow down to our AI overlord. You're the problem, Chris. You fight it. We need resistance. Come on, join Sarah Connor. Join I ain't gonna be Princess no... Leia. Hey, if uh, Luke Skywalker, if, uh, Amelia Clark, the, ga- the gal that played Daenerys, is gonna be the Sarah Connor like she was in the la- in the last one, I'll definitely uh join the resistance. The piece still is that we I mean, I mean, you might be sent back in time to impregnate. That could be you, Chris. I'm just saying. Hey, I could, I could be um, John Reese. I could be That's John right. Reese. You could be John Reese. This is exactly right. Or you could just be a robot. Your choice. Could, no, no, there's no in between. I'm either John Reese or background character number five that gets disintegrated by a robot. At Skynet. At Skynet. There's there's no in between. No in between. Do we want to talk about what we're doing on Thursday? Um, yeah, we can. Okay. So Thursday, Chris and I are going to see a new Rift Tracks live. Not freaking wait, man. And they are doing what rad, right? Rad. And you actually had Rad as a knotbuster, right? No, I haven't had Rad as a knotbuster, but it would be a knotbuster. But it is I thought good. you talked about it once. I don't think I talked about. I think about just about watching it, maybe. But you, we brought it. We brought it up once. You not can't in go, Rift Tracks. You, you can't go wrong. It's the story of one young man, Crew Jones, who has the intensity and desire to win a BMX race called Hell Track. It's kind of like a Rocky Balboa, you know. Got a kid from the wrong side of the tracks. I mean, you can't go wrong with a character by the name of Crew Jones, underdog, going up against Olympic champion Bart Connor as the number one BMX rider in the world and Aunt Becky from Full House as, as a BMX rider and slash love interest. Perfect movie. That to me is got the sweet. Oh, and you have Ken Squire calling the race Hell Track. Ken Squire of CBS fame, CBS Sports back in the day. Mm-hmm. I am so stoked about seeing this because this is the first time I've ever seen a Rift Track where I've seen a movie first, I think. Um, no. Not for me. I've seen a couple of them first and then saw the Rift Tracks. I think my friends actually made me watch The Room by itself first. You should watch The Room by yourself. But I think at this point, I can't watch The Room without the Rift Tracks version. Well, if you go to a movie theater full of other people, Mm -hmm. it's very possible to watch The Room. You know what movie, another movie I couldn't watch or 
I, I guess I, I'm going to call it a movie. You know, a movie I could never watch by itself without the riff tracks, without blowing a hole in my head. But the Star Wars Holiday Special? The Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> I would blow a hole in my head if I watched that without riff tracks. That one's tough. We um, we even watched the Avatar uh, riff tracks version, and I couldn't get through it. Hey, I liked Avatar, so I don't care about riff tracks version of it. You go breaking sports news. Ezekiel Elliott is signing a one-year deal with the Patriots. I didn't know he wasn't on the Cowboys. I'm gonna be honest. With you yeah, he's a free one. agent. I, I that, guess I just never paid attention. I remember, I remember we were making fun of Tim for it, but at the same time, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna resign, or he's already resigned with them, or something." Nope. One year. I shouldn't say making fun of Tim, but giving Tim a hard time. So that's breaking as of three minutes ago on ESPN. Did you watch the Colts first game? I did not. I was at the freaking marathon race day at the freaking speedway, which I want to complain about. Okay, so I did not get to see the Colts, but I, I, I saw that uh, Richardson threw an INT, though. That's kind of good. Well, he's a rookie, so I'm not going to complain about INTs right now. Okay. Um, but I he looked good. He didn't look bad. He he didn't look amazing, but he looked okay. Like, you know, he's a rookie. I still think um I don't think he should get the start. I think he should sit for uh a few games. I think uh uh what's his face? Garner. Uh yeah, uh Garner should uh Garner Minshew. start a few uh games, maybe the first half or so. I did catch uh, a little bit of the Raider game. How did your Raiders look? Well, San Francisco looked terrible. So the Raiders won thirty-four to seven, but it is preseason, and I don't mean crap. I've but seen I've seen the, teams look legit like they're going to run the table in preseason, then win two games. The uh, oh well, he, let me tell you. So Trey Lance was playing right. He looked horrible. Like he couldn't Wasn't get out he of his like own a way. First overall pick. Yeah, like he couldn't get out of his own way. Now, I saw Aiden O'Connell play, which is a, a quarterback from Purdue. Mm-hmm. That guy's got some talent. He's not bad. From what I could see, he looked – I mean, he ain't going to win a Super Bowl, obviously, yet, but he looked he I, he looked like a decent quarterback. I, I, yeah. I was, um, from what I saw of him, he played pretty decent. Um, I take nothing out of this. Like I said, I only watched a little bit of the third quarter on Sunday. Um, but – I'm not going to take anything into account until mm-hmm. until the season starts. Until and, uh, game one. Yeah. So that's how I am. I I don't. There's not much in preseason that can impress me or make me worry until game one. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I'm the Colts have always been notorious for looking really good, even when they first moved to the, Indianapolis. This is the preseason games on Channel 13. This is before NFL Network and all this crap. And like Bob Hine, who was the 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 sports guy for Channel 13, called the games. That's how local it was. Um, and they looked great during preseason every single year, but they were terrible. Just uh, yeah. if if anybody wants a free bet, or maybe if they're doing like a. Uh... Oh, what's the thing when you put you like four or five bets all together? Um, a parlay? Yeah, parlay. I couldn't think of parlay to save my life. 
if you're doing a parlay and want a free one, bet on the Colts to lose game one. <laughs> Colts have not won the first game of the season in what, like a decade now? Something like that. Anyways, uh, what about what about your? Uh, I I'm excited for the NFL season to start back up too. Like I'm I'm ready for some football. Um, oh, marathon day! Holy shit, dude! So the the IndyCar race, IndyCar and NASCAR were at the Speedway for Brickyard mm-hmm. weekend, right? Because they're running a road course. Well. We get to the track like super early because we only have general mission seats. Well, general mission is like the infield spectator mounds, right? So you have to get there early yeah. or you don't get the top of the spectator mound. So we got to the track, which was a little late for me, but we got to the track about five minutes till seven. Gates opened at seven. So when they opened the gates at 7 a.m. and we get in the track and then like, they closed the gates because there was lightning in the area. So we were kind of trapped in the speedway. I'm sure if they wanted to, if we wanted to get out, we could have. So it only pushed things back about 15, 20 minutes. Not bad. But this is the problem. So they had Xfinity Series, which was racing on Saturday. That's the one division lower than NASCAR. Yeah. Right. They raced on Saturday. So they practiced, then they qualified. Then they had Cup Series practice, then qualifying. Then the IndyCar race was at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. They started green flag for the Xfinity Series was at 5.50 in the evening, right? Yeah. We get five laps in, six laps in, and they red flag due to lightning in the area. Gosh. And it, did, it rained. It didn't rain hard. It rained maybe 10 minutes, if that. Maybe five minutes. So every time there is a new... Um, every time... It, so that... Anytime there's a lightning strike, it's within 10 miles of, of whatever venue you're at, outdoor venue, it's a 30-minute hold. Automatically. Jeez. So this is after 6 o'clock already, and they put it on hold. So... We had a 45-minute wait for the trick for the race to go back to green. This race didn't get over till almost uh, probably quarter to late, 20 to late, but 8:30, probably 8:30. So I got there at 7 a.m. and I did not leave the track till like 8:30, which is ridiculous. To yeah, keep that people is at a venue that long. I, like, I'm tired of this. Could you leave if you wanted to? Yeah, but we watch the race. You know, we spent our money. Oh, yeah, true. But here's the thing. A few years ago when they did this, they had Xfinity practice and qualifying on Friday. If they do this, that eliminates like two hours. So they can have, they have say, a 30-minute warm-up. Plus, they start at 9 o'clock, which it pushed back because of the weather. So that, so... Basically, everything was delayed an hour. Yeah. So they could have started, open the gates at, at 7, run practice, 30-minute practice for Xfinity Series, run it at 8. 8.45, do cup practice and qualifying. Start the IndyCar race at noon, 
one o'clock, start the Xfinity race at four. It's over by six. We just avoided all that weather is what mm-hmm. we did. I don't understand the idea of just scheduling stuff all day long, keeping people at a venue all day. I think it's a money grab. Yep. I was exhausted yesterday. I was just, I'm like, and I told my nephew, I'm like, what if I bet tickets to all three days? Because we went Friday. You probably won't want to go on Sunday if by the end of it. I, I told him on, I said, I told him we were leaving Saturday because me and my nephew and his son went, my great nephew. I said, I said, I'm glad we don't have tickets for tomorrow. I said, I would make it. And I was exhausted all day yesterday. It was ridiculous. How do you expect your fans to do that? You know, why are you asking your fans to spend money? Oh, it is. That's that's all it is. It's all about. I was being the racetrack. Spend money. You're right. It is all about spend the money. You're right. I would go like St. Pete. They're like the IndyCar racers are racing in St. Pete, Florida, right? They they're there three days. And then uh, when I would go to Miami, we would be be there three days. We would get there about. Eight, nine o'clock in the morning, which that's not horrible. Probably nine o'clock in the morning, actually, we got there. And, you know, uh, all activity was over by five. You know, that's not horrible. I can do that three days in a row. That's like a work day. But when you've got to get up early to get, if you want, you know, people are like, well, you know, just by general admission, you don't have to show up for all the stuff. Well, you you're, lose your money value, I think. If you're not showing up for everything, I'm yeah. not just going to buy a ticket and show up for the IndyCar race at two o'clock. I want to see other track activity too. So I just, I'm tired of the, we got to keep people around. Now they're doing like at the IndyCar race in Iowa, they had, they had track activity. Then they had concerts afterwards. They had, well, actually they had concert before and after the race. Uh, but one day they had, uh, Carrie Underwood and um, yeah, they had Carrie Underwood before the race and uh, Kenny Chesney after the race. Then the next day they had Zach Brown band in the morning and they had Ed Sheeran in the evening, which Ed Sheeran would have been cool, but I don't want to go to a, I don't want to go to, a, I mean, I, I'll listen to that music, but just buy, sell me a race ticket. I don't need mm-hmm. concerts. I don't need to be at your venue all night long. I really don't. It's I know it's a money grab. It's let's, let's see how long we can keep people at the track because they get hungry. They buy our hot dogs at the Speedway are six dollars. Oh my gosh! I spent thirteen dollars with tax for two hot dogs on Friday, and then I bought a water because it was just hot in the afternoon. I should have brought two waters at uh, Speedway before we went in. Um, only bought one. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I had planned on buying food at the track. And then, um, but $13, I spent $18 at the track. Now, this is, imagine this, $18. I had two hot dogs and a bottle of water, and it cost me $18. That's, and how long were you there? I was there all day. I mean, we got there about. That's not enough food or water for most Well, people. no, but. Um, I would have probably had four hot dogs and like three got waters. Well, think, okay, and then take. Let's say you have your wife and two kids with you. Yep. You know, if I had my wife and if I had my, if I had kids, I would have left after probably the 
I've well, you been can, out of there by like five. You can six. take food with you. I had. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I took a bottle of pop with me. I bought at uh, the gas station before we went. I bought a bottle of pop and I bought a bottle of water. And I normally that gets me through a day like that because we don't really move around a lot. So, mm. but it just got super humid and it just seemed like it was just for some reason, just Friday was like hot. So, um, I'm like, and I had planned to buy food at the racetrack. We stopped on the way home for dinner, for food, for dinner. But, um, the next day I, I had, um, I bought a bottle of water with me and then I brought, uh, I bought soda pop in cans. So I had six cans. I had six cans of pop, a bottle of water, two peanut butter sandwiches, uh, a tube of Pringles and Nutri-Grain bars. And I took all that with me and I guarantee you you all that costs less than food at the track. One meal at the track. Cause I was able to, and I took milk duds and I didn't even eat my milk duds. So <laughs> I'm all for that, but I'm just tired of the marathon race days. It's just, it's unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. Did you go to the 400? No, I was wiped out. There would have been no way I'd have been able to go to that race. Did you watch it? I, yeah. I mean, it was on in the background. Who won? Um, not that I I actually, Michael McDowell. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I don't. I, I, he's been around for quite a while, but um, I'm just, I'm over it. They're supposed to return to the oval next year, which I think is a bad move. But because I know how race I fans, the, I think the road, I think the road course is better. I do too, and it's going to be the same fans. The same people are going. They should go back to the oval. They should go back to the oval. Those are the same race fans that say, "I'm not going to go. It's too hot. I can't see all the way around the racetrack, and it's boring. So they won't buy tickets." Same people. Yeah. But they're, they're race fans are the worst fans in the whole world. They really are. All they do is complain about, um, and you know, they, they always say we don't have enough ovals. When are we going to get more ovals? Well, you had all of these ovals. Had you been buying tickets and going to the ovals, you'd still have oval track races. There's a reason we don't have as many oval track races in IndyCar. Cause you just don't go. Yeah. So it's like people complaining that there's nothing like blah, blah, blah. There's not this. Let's take it. Let's, let's say, uh, WNBA, the WNBA doesn't get paid enough. We'll go to their game, go to their game, buy their merch. The the NBA, the NBA, uh, subsidizes them to make it, to make them make money. Yeah. If that was a, if that was a regular business, they would have shut that business down 20 years ago. Oh, no. WNBA would not have lasted as long. It would have been done like I'm surprised it has, really. Because they can't cancel. They can't. End, they can't end it. If they end it, they're gonna. It'll be you know, they're against women. Right. Exactly. Just wait. Just, in in five years, LeBron will be. Uh, um, he'll own an Lashawn, uh, and he'll be, <laughs> he'll be he'll be he'll be dunking on them girls. Sorry, I was trying to think of a name for LeBron, but, you know, feminine. La Fonda. <laughs> like the Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. I need to, I need to watch it. Uh, Dude, that Napoleon movie's freaking hilarious. I watched it a couple weeks ago. I, Kimberly so had never funny. seen it. Um, and I showed it to her a couple a year or so ago. She it's can't stupid. Get, she loves it. It's, it's stupid. so stupid funny. 
the first year I the first time I watched it, I'm like, this movie's dumb. Like, why is this so dumb? And then I watched it, like I just kept watching it over. I couldn't get enough of it. I kept watching it and over. And over. then you started quoting it, like yes. after the, all of a sudden, like you just couldn't stop quoting it. I always come here and make a quesadilla. I always say quesadilla all the time now because that stupid movie. There's so many sayings from like movies and TV shows that I don't know if I like I can't say like how the tables have turned anymore. I I, I it's hard for me to say that. I say how the turns have tabled. Have the turn like, t- yes, my how the turntables have turned. I that's how I say it. I don't say it the right way anymore. And I get weird looks and I'm like, what? And then they I, like Kimberly tell says you, you said it wrong. I'm like, no, I didn't. And then I was like, oh. I did I say, say it wrong. I do say I say how the turntables are turned. I also say allow myself to introduce myself. And I don't do it on purpose. It's just how I, oh, it, I do it I've heard I'm it too quoting. much. Yeah, I've heard it too much. Well, allow myself to introduce myself from Austin Powers. Yeah. This is my, I'm Richie Cunningham, and this is my wife, Oprah. I always <laughs> say, allow myself to introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Or, oh. yeah. I say, right, Tina, eat your dinner. <laughs> you want to watch me throw the... I can throw this ball over the mountain over there. I forget. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Rico. <laughs> Oh man, that's a funny. gosh, gosh. Yeah, I quote that crap all the freaking time. The all the, time. the seismic effect that movie had on like my generation is like palpable. Like you can see, like the way we like react to things comes from that movie. Kind of like when I was in when I was in I was in middle school and that movie came out. When I was in high middle school and high school, everybody was just gosh, oh. <laughs> Oh, ours was Wayne's World wasn't even a movie yet, but it was on Saturday Night Live. And then there was the voice in the hall. I crush your head. You should say that quite a bit too. I crush your head. Um, I wanted to talk about. So we we were talking about on uh, what was that? Hold on, hold on. What was the topic that I wanted to bring up that I put in group chat? Um, I don't know about uh. uh Gay, gay mushroom circles. No, it was show. Oh. It was the um, <laughs> the last. I wonder what the. I want to know what movies of Disney has made money other than like Black Panther because Black Panther. Oh yeah, that's money. a good. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I'm saying it right now. The new Snow White movie is gonna gonna flop. It is Snow White. What what did I see? It's it's something Snow White. And the seven diversity hires. Because they're not dwarfs anymore. Dude, they've got to be like, why are they even letting her? That that woman, whoever Snow White she is, is, just Her press right now is ruining it. I have no I have no faith in that movie. And I have no, I actually want to, I don't want to see it. Oh, I won't see it. I won't. Um, I think I'm, I've got the whole list of Disney movies right here. Let's see. Um, I'm going to go here. Hold on. Is this counting like Marvel Avatar? Yeah, this counts everything that you can think of. Does it show like how much money they've made? No, it doesn't. We're just gonna go back. Okay. Um, I am. They, I, I hope I'm on the same. So, list. Uh, Haunted oh, Mansion. Yeah. I remember what brought it up. Haunted Mansion tanks like 123 yeah, well, million dollars. Not listen to the movies that have tanked. Haunted Mansion, the new Indiana Jones movie, Elemental. Uh, Little Mermaid, 
Little Mermaid Gar- tanked? Yeah, Little, Little Mermaid did tank, actually. It, it lost money. Uh, Guardians did make money. Well, because that's Guardians. Uh, Ant-Man, they didn't do very well. Uh, let's see here. Oh, my gosh. It made $253 million domestic and 212 international, making about $465 million. Little Mermaid. Who? Little Mermaid. It wasn't enough. No, that's not that's not what Disney's looking for. Uh, Strange World bombed. Black Panther made money because it's Black Panther. This is including Disney Plus shows. I'm not. Including oh, not not including Disney Plus. No, the, no, because you can't count those. Yeah, you can't. This is box office. Um, Mija, Miha. I don't know what that I've is. I've never heard of that movie. Give me one moment. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder tanked. Uh, Lightyear tanked. We can't really bring up Mija because it wasn't like a wide release. It was only like okay. Overseas. Doctor Strange, how did it do? Um, I don't know. Give me one moment. Let me look. Um, domestic four hundred eleven worldwide, or combined with international nine hundred fifty two million. Okay, so it probably made money. It made its money, but that was. I'm going to say that movie was the start was when you started to really notice the uh, the Marvel fatigue and Canto and Canto made money. Eternals did not. It did not make it made money, but not the way it should have. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Um, give me one moment. Black Widow did not do good. Shang-Chi only made $432 million worldwide. Yeah. That's not you, you got to figure it's got to be over half a million dollars. Or you over mean half, half a billion. billion. I, I would th- minimum. I would think over half a billion would be what Disney wants. Right. Uh, uh, Black Widow bombed. Cruella, I don't think it did that well. It didn't do that getting, well either. We're getting Raya, into... Raya bombed. Raya, Raya came bombed. Out 21. I didn't think it came out. I thought it came out a while ago. A lot of these. And then you had... Mulan on Disney Plus, but that's because um, a lot of these are COVID releases. These are COVID. Hamilton, Artemis Fowl, Stargirl was cute. Onward I think, bombed. I think you can Onward, see. Onward bombed, and that was pre-COVID. Yeah, I think I think 2020 is when it turned for Disney because did, 2019 have... was in game. Aladdin. Aladdin made money, but people didn't like it. I liked it. Toy Story, Toy Story 4, 4, Lion King. Maleficent. Uh, Maleficent was underrated. Frozen uh, 2 and Rise of Skywalker. All killed it. Except for yeah. probably... Aladdin probably did the worst in that list. Captain Marvel. Well, that was 2019. That did good because that was still... That was in between right. Infinity War and Endgame. And it was and, like... Yeah, you had the, Am- everyone Am- needed their needle. Christopher Robin. That movie's not bad. No, that's a good movie. That's a good movie, actually. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Incredibles 2, and then you're getting into, you know, Infinity War, Black Panther, Last Jedi, Coco, yeah. Ragnarok. So, so since, since, so we'll say post-COVID. Well, it started yeah. right around COVID. I mean, they yeah. were making crap before COVID. That's when it kind of started. So it's been, a, it's been four years. And they've been taking yeah. the money the last four years. And that is not millions of dollars. That is billions of dollars. That Hold this on. Stuff's you, you gotta, you gotta, did you put the pinky up to the mouth? What? Dr. Evil, billions. 
billion, billions. Or you could do a Trump, you know, talk like dollars. Trump. Billions. Sorry. So, anyway, that's where we're. That's where we're at. Is it's just and even and a lot of these that like, even came out on Disney Plus weren't good. Soul wasn't good. No, uh, Soul was bad. Jungle Cruise. Did you ever see Jungle Cruise? I love Jungle Cruise. I loved that movie. That was a fun That's movie. That's a fun movie. A lot of people and were calling it a ripoff. I, I think Black well. Widow was a really... I thought Black Widow was really good. I think, but it, I think it tanked. I think a lot of people tanked it or didn't watch it because of the... Um, what's it called? The the drama between her and Disney. Because she'll never work for Disney again. Rise? No. Um, there was another... Peter Pan and Wendy. Nobody. I don't think anybody watched it. I don't know anybody who watched Peter Pan. I didn't and know Wendy. that even came out. Hocus. I've mm-hmm. not heard much about Hocus Pocus too. That's. I talked about it. It's not bad, but it makes you makes kids think that witchcraft is harmless and that you won't. Oh you yeah. Know, summon about summon the devil. Year. It's just um, dangerous. It's not bad. I enjoyed it. I think you just need to to well, you educate anything. your children before you watch it. Yeah. Um. A, a lot of the things that the reason some of these movies are tanking is because people are tired of like the politicalness in, in uh, Disney. exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. I mean, just give me a basic movie. Like I watched, uh, I watched a movie called star 80 yesterday. Yeah. And it came out in the early eighties and it's got Eric Roberts in it. And I think it's one of the Hemingway girls and it's about Dorothy Stratton. She was a playboy model, right? She had this super obsessed husband and he murdered her and then he killed himself. And she like, she was, her star was like, she was exploding. She was on Carson. She was making movies. She ended up, she was having an affair with Peter Bogdanovich, who's a director. Um, and he found out about it and that's why he killed his wife and killed oh himself. Gosh. But he wasn't a saint either. He was just super obsessive with her, like really super, super obsessive with her controlling and obsessive and it was an issue like he had he had problems but um it's a you know tell me a story like that you know what i mean i you just know, need if, a story if you want like if you want to put political stuff in it you either got to be super obvious about it and that's what your movie's about or it's got to be so under the radar where you don't know if that's actually what it's talking about yeah i mean i've seen political th- movies i've seen political thrillers i mean you know, all the president's men is one of the greatest movies out there. You know what I mean? JFK is a great movie. You're going to get Bri- your politics in that. Bridge you know? of Spies. Yes, that's another good one. If you um, want a good Tom Hanks movie, Bridge of Spies, look it up and watch it. Or uh, Road to Perdition. That's a freaking great movie, yeah. too. I just saw that one a couple weeks ago. Um, or you can kind of say even like that movie with uh, John Krasinski, 13 Hours. That was a political that's movie. That's a political against- movie. I know what I'm getting into. With these movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need a hidden agenda, you know? I don't need you going after the kids. Or like, you know, Cars 2, we're pushing, you know, oil's bad. You know, I mean, just stop. Give me a cartoon. Find a children's story and make a movie about it. Do, you know, Robin Hood is a great example. Robin Hood's a great cartoon movie. It really is. I just need basic. I don't need... I'm tired of the crap. It's so hard to just find. That's why I like that No Hard Feelings movie with Jennifer Lawrence. I had a good uh, time at it. It's a fun I'm going to have to raise the uh, pirate flag because I 
no longer have access to Netflix. What's that got to do with? Oh, never mind. I thought you were talking about the new uh, um, Gal Gadot movie on Netflix. I'm no, no. The I movie with Jennifer Lawrence. My, my dad just, like, legit, like, there was a movie with, I don't know why, I just had you and my dad mixed up. So I was thinking, like, the Gal Gadot movie. No, Jennifer Lawrence, where she's paid to go out with the the college kid. Yeah, I, I want to watch that movie. It is a funny-ass movie. It is a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. I, I did. I was, you know, it's just one of them that you can just enjoy it. It's kind of stupid. There's no, there's no depth to it. You know what I mean? It's just a movie. Yeah. And you need those kind of movies. God bless Jennifer Lawrence for making a, a good, a good fun movie. I, I don't know. Has J Law done anything bad? Like any bad movies? Yeah, I, I guess Mother was bad and. That space movie with Chris Pratt was bad. I didn't mind that space movie. She's just she she plays that part well. I think she was yeah. a lot of herself in that movie. So that so that movie just with just Chris how Pratt, her character was. Do what that movie with Chris Pratt? It's one of those movies where I'll not go out of my way to watch it, but if it's on TV, hey, I might well, I might sit down and watch it type of movie. Oh, okay, it's not horrible. As I said, it's not bad. It's not a bad movie. I guess I don't know. Oh. I've never seen it. But I, I, I highly recommend if you want to just a fun movie to enjoy, you know, Jennifer Lawrence, that's uh, no hard feelings is a good one. Uh, I don't have nothing coming up as far as movies. I don't think uh, except till October. Uh, I don't have anything. Exorcist I, the, only thing I can, the only thing I'm like watching slash excited for is The Witcher season three. I uh, my dad bought him. My dad broke down and bought himself the uh, the cheapest version of Netflix with uh-huh. ads. And I was I was back home and I was watching uh, I watched some of the Witcher season three, and wow. now that I'm home I really want to watch it and I I've I've like should I just get Netflix type of you know in my head, but it's like I'm not gonna break because I've talked shit so much about Netflix I'm not gonna give them money, so it, lately anytime Netflix posts anything on Twitter or Facebook I post a pic I post a gif of uh, Captain Jack Sparrow because I've I've been pirating everything they put out right now. I don't even know what comes out this week. Let me check on the old uh, uh, the old movie theater here in Kokomo. Blue Beetle comes out this weekend. I'd like. I'm to not interested. I'm not interested in that movie. Let's get the kid from Cobra Kai. Strays comes out this weekend. That's one with the dogs. Yeah, that might not be too bad. I think that's the two new ones. Yeah. I mean, another one. Other ones, I'll just wait. Talk to me. Well, I'll wait for it. The, the one thing is, we're going to be coming. We're going to be coming up quick here. To we're not going to have much movies. Well, I do want to see that new Exorcist movie that's coming out this this uh, um this fall. It comes out in October. It looks really good. Okay. And then uh, I've been, uh, I've been informed we got to go see Five Nights at Freddy. Well, you can go see that with your edgy. Uh, That's who wants to go see it. So, oh, the <laughs> Equalizer three comes out on September first with Denzel Washington, and it's got Dakota Fanning. You don't see that name much anymore. Oh. what has she done lately? I remember there was a time where you couldn't get away from Dakota Fanning. Wasn't she that screaming kid in War of the Worlds? Yeah, she ruined that movie. Other than that, it was a good movie. I actually really like that movie. Like that—that that is a really good movie if you just ignore her. 
<laughs> that, that's she, what I said. It's the same thing. <laughs> it looks like she's done movies every year. She just kind of. She's been busy. Yeah. She just doesn't. She's not the the every the. She's not a she's not a she's not a person to draw people in. She's just yeah. doing movies. Which you know what? That's good because there's a lot of child actors who go a different way. And I'm happy for. I'm just I'm looking at I'm on IMDB looking at upcoming movies. Mm-hmm. And the nun two, I want to see that because the first nun was scary. My big fat Greek wedding three. No. Please stop. I never saw the second one. Kimberly showed me the first one. I really liked the first one, but I don't know if I, I want to see I was it. not a fan. Not my kind of movie. Okay. The Expendables four comes out on September twenty second. God, that Saw Barbie X. money making machine. And you should, you know, geez. Yeah. Hey, $33 million this past weekend. I want to see that. I might go see that, actually. Go see Oppenheimer, dude. Uh, hold on. I, I, wanted, I, I was hoping to go see it this. So last week, I thought last weekend I had a bachelor party to go to. But I, I, was, I was ahead of weekend. Because this weekend I wanted to go see Oppenheimer at the State Fair, at the State Museum, at the 70 millimeter um, IMAX. I wanted to go to the State Fair, or State, not State Fair, the State Museum to see that. But I was a week ahead on my bachelor party, and it's actually next week is the bachelor party, not this week. Oh. So, yeah, I don't know if I can see Oppenheimer at, in the 70 millimeter IMAX. I'll just go to the movies. Here you go. Slother, Slother House. Slother. Emily Young, a senior, wants to be elected her sorority president. She adopts a cute sloth, <gasps> thinking it can become the new mascot and help her win, until a string of fatalities implicate the sloth as the main suspect in the murders. Hell yeah! It's like on the lines of cocaine. Sign me here. up. Slother House. Oh, I'm all about uh, that. that November 3rd, I will be in movie. I'll be in the theater. It's Dune 2. Dune Part Two comes out November third. If I if I was in the movie, I would see. So on November thirtieth, I will be in the movie theater to take a nap. November third, not the thirtieth. Oh, November third to take a nap. Oh, Haunted in Venice looks really good. I saw the previews to that too. Wait, they're making another Hunger Games. Are they? November seventeenth, the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Oh, Expendables four. I yeah, I said that. Oh. I'm in September. This this new Hunger Games has Peter Dinklage in it, even. Really? I'm trying to see a... He's angry enough. Um, The Idiots. That sounds like us. They made a movie about us, Chris. Oh, it's a prequel. So it's about the president in the Hunger Games when he was 18. Might be good. You never know. Might be good. Uh, Exorcist Believer, October 13th. And we're going to see that, me and Josie. Ooh, I want to see this. November 22nd, Napoleon. Oh, I do want to see that, too. Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. You want, we, should, we should go. To, we should go. We'll meet somewhere and see that. Uh, yeah, we should. Muncie has a really good theater. We could always meet halfway in Muncie. Meet me halfway. Marvel's coming well, out. Well, I know somebody that will be in the oh. theaters on December 1st. Godzilla minus one. Oh, God, please. As long as he's in it, not just a blurp on the radar. That's all I, don't, that's all I care about. Is this actually? Oh, is this, this a is cartoon? a. This is a. This is, this this is, is a, a Japanese, Japanese version. One. Well, it actually might be good then. 
it takes place after World War II. Like they're showing oh. the they're showing Hiroshima right now. That might be cool. Yeah, I'll watch it on TV if I see it. Well, all they're doing is showing quick shots of Godzilla, so I think he's going to be in it. Wonka comes out December fifteenth. I'm really on the fence. About I want to see that, but on I don't know. I I might have to I might have to boycott it because they didn't hire a a actor a short a how should I put this? They didn't hire an actor with dwarfism for. Uh, yeah, that's an issue. I do want to see December twentieth is roles like that. I do believe they should hire people. They shouldn't hire a regular person for that job. There's good stuff coming out at Christmas time. Not Aquaman and the Lost. Yeah, I don't care about Aquaman. I have no. But you got the Iron Claw coming out December twenty second. The Claw. no, not the it's claw, a, the Iron Claw. It's got Zac it, Efron, so... It does have Zac Efron, I am Efron, not going to go see that movie with you because why? I do not want to see you with your pants off. <laughs> it's got Jeremy Allen White in it, too. They play the Von Erics. It's based on a true story. What's mob humor? I don't know, but... Oh, speaking... I was thinking after the claw is... Um, yeah, Ferrari comes out Christmas Day. Since last Christmas, I sat here by myself and ate freaking McDonald's. I may go see this movie on Christmas Day. I mean, it's got Adam Driver. He's Enzo, Enzo Ferrari. Ferrari. That's why he was at the 500 this year. It's got Patrick Dempsey in it, too. He's raced in the 24 good. Hours of Le Mans and Daytona. It's got a pretty good cast. It really does. Penel- I'm gonna, Penelope Cruz. I'm definitely going to go see Ferrari. That's my go-to Christmas movie for sure. I don't know what mob humor is. It doesn't have anything about a plot. What's the epidemic? Comes out January thirty first. What's did they after redo a meteor the cap- crashes into Earth's crust, causing extreme devastation, an unexplained plague of death. An unexplained plague decimates a town, populating, turning people into zombies. Ooh, I, I could go with a new zombie movie. Ooh, how about Passion of the Christ Resurrection? Is that like Passion of the Christ two? And then like, the, yeah. is he gonna have like Uzis and be shooting people? No. What is that from? Is that from Family Guy? Probably. This might be good. He's, Jesus is back. A sequel to The Passion of the Christ focused on the event that occurred three days between crucifixion. Why is this coming out at Easter? Oh, that's you know, cool. You would think. Yeah. That's coming out on Christmas oh. Day, too. Holy crap on a cracker. You've got Ferrari, Jesus, Scream 7, Knives Out 3, Terrifier three. What did when? All the it just all in December and January. So okay, hear me out. Van Gogh. That I, that might be good actually. Um, I just what was it? Uh oh. So a Quiet Place. They're coming out with a new Quiet Place movie. I didn't know that. It's called Quiet Place Day One. Oh I love Quiet Place. So, but yeah. while I was in the Quiet Place looking at that, you, I didn't know this movie was coming out. So, coming out next year, they're having a new Lord of the Rings movie. Oh Lord of the shit! Rings, no, Lord of the Rings: War for Rohan or Rohan. Um, let me see if there's a plot. So oh, set. This is oh, this Passion what it of says. Christ comes out in 2024. So this will this come might out. be good. Um, so set 183 years before the events chronicled in the original trilogy, a sudden attack by war wolf 
W-U-L-F, I almost said Worf, a clever clever and ruthless Dunlending Lord, no idea what Dunlending is, seeking vengeance for his the death of his father, forces Helm and his people to make a daring last stand. It's legitimately going to be another battle of Helm's Deep. That is legit what it is. A reason to go see it. I'm still going to see it. Ghostbusters. There's a sequel coming out next year for the Ghostbusters. Yeah, the kids are back in it. I saw that. I'm actually excited for that. I might be good. I kind of like that cast. So that uh, McKenna Grace, she's a good actress. Deadpool 3 comes out next year. There's going to be a new kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. They're finally coming out with uh, another Planet of the Apes. That last one wasn't very good, though. No, it wasn't, but I've liked the... the uh, I'm, I'm ready for them to wear leather helmets and, and carry guns around. Right horses. That's what stuff. this looks like. This, this is what this looks like it's going to be. It's all CGI crap. It's annoying. Yeah. Furiosa is finally coming out. It's a uh, sequel to the last Mad Max movie. Oh, okay. 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 And so let's be honest. Of- and it's not even going to have Char- Charlize Theron in it. It's going to Anya Taylor Joy as Ferioso. What the hell? Well, I think she's upset about something. So. Oh, it's an origin story, anyways. So. They're always they're always mad about something, so they're not. In well, it. she has she turned her two sons that she adopted from Africa into daughters. It, into daughters, I know. So did um, what the, who else did that? The basketball player Dwayne Wade, his wife did the same thing. Yeah, it's it's all a publicity stuff. Now I did see that Angelina Jolie's daughter. Um, she used to dress like a boy all the time. Shiloh, yeah. I think was her name. And now she is girly girl. She looks like her mom. Well. So that just proves let your kids just go through the cycle. Let your kids decide for themselves. Don't don't make don't decide for your six. Right. Don't push it. Just and then don't don't let them do anything until they're eighteen. Okay. You know, if you when you as if you want to, if you want to do something when you turn eighteen, nothing I can do about it. You're, you're That's an adult. Right. I might disagree, but you're an adult. Right. Speaking of which, I was watching. I think it was a TikTok, or maybe it was a story, a reel on Instagram, and it was, um, it was a video, like a home video, like a VHS tape. So I took mm-hmm. a video camera and was shooting people. It kind of looked like maybe spring break or the summertime in like a beach town. Yeah. And they were showing all these young people and they were in, you know, Jeeps and cars and, and they looked and and whoever posted the video is like, what happened to these people? What happened to people like this? They look so happy all the time. You know what I mean? They looked happy and he's right. Like what, what has changed in the past 30, 40 years? Social media. Well, other than that, there's other. Why aren't people happy anymore? People are miserable. Young people are miserable. Young kids are miserable. Because teenagers are miserable. Because I'm not blaming your generation. I'm blaming the boomers. Um, because that generation ruined it for us. There's, there's, we can't afford houses. I don't care if aliens are real. I care about being able to afford a house. Or well, and I think that's groceries. what you know. And a lot of people were saying that. I'm like, that was the last generation that could buy a house. Yeah. I mean, they're a teenager have, in the mid-80s. They could afford have, to buy a house in the 90s. You have these boomers like, oh, I you know, went to college and supported a 
two two kids and had a full house, you know, two story house and two cars and supported my family on one job. I was like, yeah, because you could do it. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, my dad wasn't a boomer because he was born pre World War Two, right? Yeah. He actually was born the day after Pearl Harbor was bombed. Oh gosh. Yeah, December, yeah, that date, December 8th, 1941. So I always remembered his birthday because it was always the day after Pearl Harbor was born. And then they always said that December 8th was a day of infamy. Because <laughs> that's when he said it, you know. But, um, like, yeah, you know, growing up, you know, he, my mom didn't work when we were kids. My mom didn't have to, but she did because she wanted to. Right. And, and there was nothing wrong with that. Like when we went out, when we got into high school, middle, like early, yeah, probably high school, my mom went back to work. She worked at the card shop in the mall, the Hallmark store in the mall, part time. And uh, that was mom and dad's play money. You know, we could, they could afford to, um, they would go down to uh, Nashville, Indiana, to Brown County to those concerts because they had country music singers and dad liked to go see those people. The tickets were cheap and they would go down there and spend the night. And they could leave us home by ourselves on a Friday night. Yeah. You know, they would go Friday and come home Saturday. No big deal. So, you know, that was, that was, you know, but, and, and my brother's generation, which is my oldest brother, he's eight years older than mine, you know, they could all, you know, afford a house and have a family. And, but by that time, two parents had to work. But I think a lot of it is, and I'll, I'll say this in the past 20 years, and it's not just young kids. I think it started with older people, and it's just gotten pushed onto younger kids within the past 20 years, is anxiety and depression, and you have to take a pill for this, or you have to have a pill for that, or you can't handle or can't deal. Is it harder? Yeah, I do think it's harder now. I think it, it is harder I always said life in the eighties was so much easier. We had less, but life was easier. We didn't have cell phones. If we wanted to call our friends, we had to like call our friends. We had to make an effort. We had to make plans at school. <laughs> you actually <laughs> to had out, to do something during the, you know, on, you know, during the day or on the weekends. You had to walk up to your friend's front door and knock and tell them you're here, not text them. And you could do that. And like, that wasn't frowned upon. Like you would just like show up at your buddy's house. Hey, what's up? You know? Now, if you pop in with somebody, people get mad. Yeah, I'm sorry. You pop over to my place, I'm going to be a little mad. Um, I just don't I, – I, I would like to know I, – I think a lot of it has to do with big pharma pushing medicine on – I mean, and parents did it too. Oh, well, they're ADHD. Are they really ADHD? Or are they just hyper kids? There's a big difference. I'm not going to say I don't – I hate when I hear – like with our job, but it's like – yeah, I think my kids got autism or this or that. I'm like, do they, or is it just you want them to have it because it's a, you know? Exactly, exactly. You want to get well. It's the red dye, and I heard you know I've heard this before with somebody previous. Well, they well, can't have red dye. It drives them. It makes them hyper if they have red dye. And it's not that I. I what's his what face? Changed, uh, though, Robert is Kennedy it, is like. I, that's why they don't want him to be president. Is he's going to fight big pharma? Right, and that. And not that I 100% think I'm going to vote for Kennedy, but there are a lot of things he's said that, you know, I'm like, you know, that's not a well, bad, that's not bad. Well, what are they putting in these vaccines that you have to have so many vaccines when you have kids nowadays? Yeah. Because I think a lot of that plays into it, too. I really, I think, 
uh, you know, I'm not saying I'm not, don't a, I'm, not an ex, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm not anti-vaxxer. But what is in this stuff? You can see the correlation of the rise of certain things and yes, vaccines. exactly. There's more vaccines. And I'm not and, gonna I'm not gonna risk my kid getting measles because I don't want him to get the you know him or her to get the measles vaccine. I mean, I don't remember any kid. I mean, kids came from rough homes, and you knew which kids came from rough homes. Well, and, and but, you know, I do I do believe I, in ADHD. I believe it's a real thing. But I also think kids outgrow it. Oh, I do One too. Of, I'm not gonna name a I'm not gonna name a name because it's not my place to say it. But I had a friend, eighth grade. He stopped taking his he he didn't tell his mom, but he stopped taking his ADHD meds. Mm-hmm. And I thought I he was he became such a better friend after he so, he quit taking that. Really? He, yeah, he was he was a little more energized, but it was okay. Like it was whatever because we're we're teenage boys. We're supposed to, you know. Well, that's the thing, and I think we've kind of they don't, you know. There was that. Remember that 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 uh, that commercial that the shaving people put out about boys being. You know, they shouldn't be bullies and they shouldn't do this. And, and I got to think, and I saw this, I saw this post on Facebook and I kind of disagreed with it to a fact. Um, you know, it, you know, well, if a boy is mean to you, that means that he likes you. Don't let them start the pattern early. That's not what that means. Now, if he's punching you and throwing you to the ground, he's just a little dick is all yeah. he is. He needs if to get he his likes back. you, if he's picking on you, he likes you. And I, I got to making... thinking. Dude, how do we treat, we treat each other like crap. Yeah. Right. We make fun of each other. We call each other names. Why? Because that's what we do. That's what we do. But it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. And we know it. But when we start throwing punches, that's a different story. Right. And I think there's a line there where, yeah, if like, I remember my stepdaughter when she was young, she had a, she, she cut her uh, forehead when she was like five or six years old and this little kid called her Scarface, <laughs> but he liked her. That's how he, you know, um, it's just the way kids are. I mean, let kids be kids. I think we're, we're over, you know, th- there's discipline and then there's like, let them build their character. There's, there's them bit. having actual issues and us just wanting to medicate them because we don't want them to, right. you know, Oh, I, I know there's a friend of mine. He was telling us when he was a kid, he was on Ridland, right? Yeah. And he was a hyper kid, but he's a he's a good guy. Um, and his elementary teacher refused to give him his Ridland. That teacher would be fired right now if that happened. Oh yeah. But this is back in the seventies, you know. Um, but yeah, she said that he didn't need to be on it anymore, so he didn't. She didn't give it to him. And he he it never bought it never hurt him. He's a good student, you know. So it's not that. So. But- there are kids that do need it. I'm not, I'm not denying that. Oh, I'm sure there are, but we're so quick. And like I said, you know, I was at the doctor's office, right? And they were so quick to write me an antidepressant medication. Because if my I doctor answered, was, if my doctor was writing me an antidepressant, I'd tell him, no, I'm not taking it. I told her, I said, I'm not taking it. I said, I'm not doing it. That's just, you can, not, you can write it for me. I'm not going to pick it up. I'm not right. going to take it. Yeah, I, I refuse to do that. It's not, I'm not depressed. I'm lonely. There's a big difference. You know what I mean? And a lot of yeah. that is self-inflicted because I just hate people. And But society is so much worse today. And I got to thinking, and God, you see this you see this video of these teenagers. And they're all teenagers. And God, they look like they're so happy. And they got 
so much potential ahead of them. You know what I mean? The world is their oyster at this point in their life. And they know that they have that confidence in themselves, you know, they have that confidence that they're going to make something of their life, that they're going to be able to do something. Now has society failed these kids now? Absolutely. Why are we sending $200 million to Ukraine, but we're not sending anything to Hawaii right now? I mean, come on. What's up? I can't even think of the town in Ohio that had that train crash. Right. You know, there's no, they they can't, you know, they, they, they have nothing to, there's no trust. I mean, they come from single, they come from broken homes because a lot of their dads have left. So they have issues with that because men are irresponsible nowadays and can't take care of their family. It's music and TV. It's, they promoted the, they promoted to men, you know, hey, why don't you go, you know, sleep around? Yeah, promiscuity was, it's it's huge. It's huge in movies. I mean, it was, I mean, you know, it was the same with women. Sex in the city is empowering, you know, they embrace your sexuality. Yeah, they, what was it? I don't um, need a man, you know, and that plays a part into it. It really does. I, I forget mean, which, I forget which uh, Russian uh, or Soviet premier said the way to destroy America is to attack religion and family values. Yeah. And look what's happened. It's exactly what's happening now. Yeah. Society as a whole is falling apart. And that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the issue here. We're too busy. You know, um, I was, t- I was thinking about like, um, I follow this guy on Twitter and he's like, name a so-and-so from some kind of sports thing. Right. And his was name a, a player who was considered his career was over, but made a monstrous comeback. Did I talk about this last week? No, you didn't. Do you want to save it till next week? We're at- no, no, this is good. Cause this ties in with kids today. Okay. It's just real quick. So I picked Rocky Blyer. Rocky Blyer was a running back fullback for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the seventies. Right. Uh huh. He was drafted by the Steelers, played one or two years, got drafted into the army in this in the early seventies. Went to Vietnam. He got shot in the leg. A grenade bounced off of uh, one of his buddies in his platoon, and bout blew his legs off. Oh my right? god! He came back from that injury to play in four Super Bowls with the Steelers. I think he played in all four. Back in the seventies, wow. but you know, nowadays, and somebody posted on the Twitter feed nowadays, kids complain that they can't, you know, I, I have a problem breathing while I'm in gym class. This guy got blown up and came, made an NFL comeback. Now kids can't even survive gym class in high school. 18 year olds was 80 years ago. were storming the beaches of Normandy, but today they can't decide what gender they are. Yeah. I mean, that's the difference. That's what society has just. You know, well, we don't need toxic masculinity. It's not toxic masculinity. It is masculinity. We need to embrace masculinity. We need to bring it back. We need, and I mean, that's that's a lot of moms' faults. They baby their kids, and that's fine. That's what a mother's supposed to do. But you know, if your kid falls down, you get up. You're fine. You get up. You're fine. You don't. Oh, are you okay, baby? Come here, let me kiss. You can't do that. Are are you are you is anything broken? Are you bleeding? No, no. Okay, go, go back, back out and play. That's right. Go back out and play. That's exactly right. I mean, and and like I would fall and cut myself. Mom, I busted my knee open. Well, let's put a bandaid on it. Okay, go out and play. Here's here's some neosporin. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna burn it off, and then you'll be fine. 
it's just I, I think I, I, I really connected with that that one short video where I seen all those kids and how happy they were. And I was like, God, I remember those days and I don't remember life being that difficult. And I mean, I had bills when I was 19 years old. You know, I had to pay car insurance, I had to put gas in my car. I had to budget my money if I wanted to go to the movies or on a trip or or schedule lunch, you know, if I wanted to eat out for lunch or go out with my buddies. You know, I had those. Nothing's changed. You know what I mean? It's just all the life has changed, and it's for the worse. We need to figure out how to make life better. Well, I'm a big one that I blame social media, but at the same time, you know, I'm sitting here talking to you. I'm scrolling on Facebook. Well, no, that's fine, but it is. It's social media because you got to, you know, it's how many likes you have, how many followers you have. You got to put, you people only put forward the best. You, you you know, all you, you might have the the worst day of your life, but you see that everybody else around you is having you know the best time. But they and didn't. They didn't those, post their lies. You know. Yeah, I I knew somebody that was like, you see it on Facebook, and you think they have the perfect life whatsoever. Meanwhile, they have a kid that can't read or refuses to read, barely passing school, but they're having the best life ever on face on on social media. It's all lies, you know. Yeah, that's why I post stupid stuff on Facebook. Nobody wants to hear about me being lonely and depressed they just you know so i'll post silly stuff for race i don't want a sob story i'm sorry nobody does you know nobody wants to nobody cares everybody's going through the same thing but i don't want to hear how perfect your life is and it'd be a facade as well so screw anyways do better we'll leave it at that get off of social media Yep. Quit taking them damn antidepressants. You ain't depressed. You're just. I, I've come close so many times to deleting <laughs> Facebook, but at the same time, I just I can't because it's connected to so many different things anymore that I can't get rid of it. Well, and it's connected to so many different people, and I would rather be connected to certain people. You know. Yeah, there, there's people that the other way. There's people that I only know how they're doing. Be you know because of Facebook. Yeah, I mean, that's but I, I that's why I refuse to post. Poor me, poor me. I'm posting stupid crap all the time. You know, I'll post, you know, I'll do what I can to push, to post stupid stuff, you know, like the Illuminati thing the other night. And, um, <laughs> you know, videos of, of cool videos and, or stupid videos from the eighties or, you know, that's, that's all you're going to see me post. Yeah. That's just all there is to it. So I might post, just, uh, some, you know, edgy stuff, trying to get a, a reaction out of somebody, though. Yeah, I'll do that, too, every once in a while. But I don't know. We just we got to do better people. Most we of the people that um, I can get a reaction out of don't follow my face, aren't friends with me on Facebook anymore. So it's hard to get reactions out of <laughs> hard to get reactions. <laughs> yeah, I get that. We just, I, I don't know, we just got to do better. That's the title of this podcast, Chris. We just got to do better. All right, let me write that down. We just got to do better. Just gotta do better. One moment. I'm I'm gonna send it in the group chat just so I can see it. All right. There we go. I said hey, we just got to I just said that. Yeah, that's what that's what I put in there so we can <laughs> so I can remember tomorrow. <laughs> Anyways, you can catch us at Hoosier Nerds on Facebook, which you know if you want to see my full review of Baldur's Gate 3, that's where it's at. Um you can Listen, catch us at Podners on Twitter. I would post there, but you know, I don't want to make, you know, twelve or thirteen posts because that's what it had to be. Um, you can watch and listen to us at YouTube. 
a threat. Or you can listen to us at your favorite podcasting sites, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, and uh, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, and Amazon. Amazon. Sorry. Sorry, I forgot about Amazon. I'm like, I knew, knew it was something. And if, if you don't know, it's us. We're your nerds. We're your nerds.